Oh yeah. Oh we're oh we're recording. This chair's a bit loud. Fuck, I can't move. I can't I'm gonna be able to You're move it all the time. Kind of jealous of your coffee. You just had one. You I know I'm fired up. Yeah, I'm fucking fired up. I can barely sit still, which is a problem in a chair that's just fucking squeaking. Yeah. How was your uh, swim? Oh, it was excellent. Where are you swimming now? Uh, I swim down at the Vancouver Aquatic Center, but which is really nice. But there's definitely some lane politic issues when you go there because it's a drop-in feel. And, um, you know, you got your slow lane, your medium lane, and your fast lane. But really, there aren't three speeds of swimmers, you know? Oh, There's know. really slow, like not even moving, like the old person who kind of floats. There's your average slow, then there's medium, and then there's like, you know, average medium, and then there's fast, and then there's super fast. So it's pretty hard when you're in a lane with other people to get like a nice flow going. Is this exciting you? Flow Joe. I'm a Flojo. Yeah, it's hard to get a good Flojo going. <laughs> what was there? Flojo. Florence Jackson or something. She was a runner, a sprinter. Uh, she always had really nice... Uh, she had, you know, her nails were always done real nice and stuff. I actually just went past a, a like a barbecue plate. You know, like on Broadway, they have all the... Memphis Blues? No, they have all... No. <laughs> no, the Asian, more that the Asian. Pretty sleazy. I wonder how they're doing during the pandemic. I actually am surprised you. A lot of people sitting inside and sweating and eating meat with their hands. The Priscilla, that's what the, that's <laughs> that what the sounds. the Priscilla is the full meal deal. That's like fucking all of everything. Like I thought it was called the uh, the the plat the just the the blues platter or something. What would be on a blues platter? It's everything. It's like, a little bit everything. It's going to fish fry. It's going to a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. No, the place on Broadway was called Feel City Barbecue. It was like, you know, an Asian barbecue place. It's You know, they're all above the sh- shops. Because Asian people don't mind going up a floor you to get to... you got to kind of buzz in. <laughs> yeah, it's called it Feel City. Cool. Which I think is a great name for... Album a, name. A, album. Or a podcast. Or a podcast. Which well, is... Where we're we at still now. need a name, don't we? Feel City. But yeah. considering that really the premise is that we'll be talking mostly about classic rock records with minimal research, just based on memory, yeah. as music lovers <coughs> and well, aficionados of the classic rock genre and all yeah. those genres that kind of melee within its domain. But uh, I thought this was just all just a like a ploy... To get all our all the music people to come listen to it, and then we're still just going to talk about like O.J. Simpson, like rushing records, and how that turned him into like a serial killer. I hope so. I was looking at James Woods's Twitter earlier. <laughs> he has two point six million followers, and well, of course, he's a Hollywood Republican. Like that's why he's a famous Hollywood Republican, and it's like really funny because it's like the official James Woods Twitter. And he said, let me pull it up. Yeah, it's Hollywood really- Republicans would be a good name for a podcast too, but it would be very serious. Well, since we're talking about rumors, I was thinking, do you think that Stevie Nicks is a Hollywood Republican? Because, mm. you know, she's such a soccer mom. Yeah, um, but that, I don't think that equates. She was, she was friends with Petty and stuff. You I know, think that but- shit makes me laugh so much though, how he was like, she tried to join the Heartbreakers and he was just like, no girls allowed. Just, <laughs> no, this is a this is a Classic this is a boys' club. Sleet eighties sleaze. It's so funny in the documentary and running down a dream when they're talking about that, and she's on it. She must have let down so many women and girls who like were so into her vibe and her brand. Like her, she completely invented a brand of. Like a really good vibe of like the kind of witchy aesthetic and wearing lace. It's like a proto Kate Bush crystals, crystal vision. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Storms, the kind of a relationship, blood and soil, mm-hmm. and you know the moon and all that. And she was like, it's basically one of only like two or three options you have as a female artist. Is like the Stevie Nicks one is one of them, and lots of people do it. You know. Yeah. And now she's just like a soccer mom. Well, cocaine is a powerful drug. Exactly. James Woods' thing here. Look at this. (laughs) This is the only verified Twitter account for James Woods. 
all others are fake and I am on no other social media except for my private Instagram. They're all fake. Fake news. I was like, what he wrote. I was reading about James Woods, like after the debate, he got into all kinds of like conspiracy theory stuff about like how, I don't know, Biden was wearing a wire, or he was getting fed information. It was like diagrams talking about it and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, this would be good laugh to go follow James Woods on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, he's got a private account. <laughs> yeah, but on... I didn't know if I wanted to click follow. I didn't know what kind of... There's no way he's going to let you. No, it's he only let me for in. him. Christian Bale, O.J. Simpson. You look at my account. And Mike like, Gundy, hippie piece of shit. Hippie piece of shit. Yeah, he plays Get himself job. in the movies that he's in. Yeah, casino. <laughs> yeah, he's like literally just playing James Woods in casino. Like a kind of a hustler. Yeah, kind of a hustler. It's a shame we lost all those people, but I guess it was the mistake being that we assume that the Hollywood left is a real thing. Or, like, it's a real thing, but there are, of course, room for people like uh, Kelsey Grammer, you know, famous Hollywood Republican, mm -hmm. to exist at the same time. Even reading through Crosby's Twitter sometimes, you know. Well, let's some... face it. It kind of goes hand in hand with having a lot of money I sometimes. So. People want to hold on to their cash. They do. So they get swayed politically. Also, you know, maybe they dabbled in the Church of Scientology and then yeah. the Republican Party's looking pretty good once you get sucked into that vortex. You know what I mean? This is, this is the first time we've used this Zoom thing. It's possible that just none of this is being recorded. It's been. It's possible. Well, it doesn't Six. matter. This is all we do. We wouldn't be doing anything different whether we had microphones or not right now. Such a nice day. I just went for a run. So basically, we haven't done a podcast in the past, I don't know how many months, because you and I have just been working out constantly. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been on a fitness journey. You can't see us right now, but it's the transformation is would blow everyone away who's a fan of the show. It's like that fat couple who got married and like they've been and they've been like on a weight loss journey and they're really famous on the internet. It's like a montage in a Denzel Washington boxing movie. Basically, the past six months, just chin-ups, push-ups, yeah. running. Or like, Music. I actually like to think that it's more the montage, Richard Gere in American Gigolo, when he's working out and choosing his suit to wear. What, what about when Christian Bale in Dark Knight Rises and is in the, like that pit? Because Bane <laughs> breaks his back. Yeah, that's good. And then he's got to like build his body back up. That's kind of similar to what we've been doing yeah. over over the last few months yeah. for sure i mean i watched i watched dark knight rises the other day because i went and saw tenet is that the know? one where he goes up to nepal and stuff oh fucking no no in, <laughs> in the dark knight rises no 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 that's the first one batman begins okay no because i saw a tenet. fucking crock of shit that movie is <laughs> i saw because i saw the first i saw tenet you know yeah crock of shit yeah and I was like, so the next night, you know, I was kind of drunk going to sleep. And, you know, you, you're kind of like, well, I need something easy. It's one in the morning. I can't I can't take anything too cerebral. I'm like, Dark Knight Rises. I haven't seen that one in a while. Like, I, those ones are good, Christopher Nolan movies, you know. Yeah. Put it on. It was horrible. Yeah. I don't, I can't remember a movie I like. <laughs> I saw Unstoppable the other day. I like that. That's good. Tony Scott. Mm -hmm. Maybe his last movie before he didn't come out and then just jumped off a bridge well let's face it i can enjoy pretty much any denzel washington movie i'll enjoy it there's a it the main question it raised to me it's chris pine right <clears throat> it's <throat> just maybe he has acting firepower and i never really took it seriously well he he, that, he hadn't broke out yet that no. happened in star trek and i'm wondering played. whether it like that on his performance in unstoppable as the kind of like young the son of the the corporate, uh, you know, pigs or whatever mm -hmm. from Stanton. I think mm -hmm. that's where Biden's from, Stanton or Delaware, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, like, I wonder if that Chris Pine role was a precursor to him having acting firepower. Well, it's quite possible that, like, the likes of Don Simpson and Jerry Bruckheimer sort of like you know helped raise him into that kind of a man like he I'm, seems i think he was kind of is it even simpsons gone it's dead by then <laughs> don simpson's dead by he died he, he died like 
He had enough drugs in his system to die about twenty times. Yeah, think, but is it? he was. Do you know? Th- do you know that he died? That he 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 was had such a bad problem with drugs that he hired this doctor to get him off drugs. The classic thing. Yeah. And the doctor to get him off of the cocaine gave him like a bunch of pills, like opioids, to get him off of the coke. And then and then the funny thing is is that. The doctor who tried to do this was found dead in Don Simpson's pool house. OD'd. This is the sleaziest Hollywood story. And then Don Simpson OD'd shortly after. He had so a they penchant were just for partying. smacking hookers' faces against a toilet bowl, too, famously. That's what he liked to do. It's disgusting. It sounds like a Steely Dan song. But so we what about thinking, rumors? We're supposed to talk about rumors? Yeah, I listened to it. I'm fired up to talk about it. It was funny, actually. It brought back some strange memories for me because I was listening to... At first, I thought that the song that reminded me of this was Secondhand News, but it was actually, like, Never Going Back. The, you know, the kind of acoustic yeah. jamboree. Never Going Back Again. Kind of a pirate feel. Yeah. Kind of a... <laughs> Strange. Like, I know it's not with Christine McVie's role, actually, too. She kind of has a banshee, like a, a whispering banshee kind of siren on the shore energy on some of the songs that she doesn't sing. Uh-huh. But, yeah, I... Uh, Secondhand news, man. You know, I'll tell you something right now. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't think of it. Throw that on at a dance party. Interesting. Gets people Everyone's hyped. Because yeah. everybody loves rumors. Yeah. And it's just an upbeat kind of, you know, I mean... We were saying this about Thriller the other day. It's like, can you imagine, like, because of the way we perceive music and the way we listen to music? Is that my David Byrne bit here or something? But, like, <laughs> putting on rumors in, what, 77? And so there's no way you've heard any of it prior to owning the record. Maybe, like, they, I don't even know if, I don't think they would release singles before the record or anything. I think you just, like, the no, record. No, there were singles. There were, I, yeah. Prior to the record uh-huh. coming out. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about I prior. Know single. I know the singles off that record. Yeah, but like yeah. prior to the record coming out, like I maybe I think it just the record was the maybe yeah. the record was the message. Yeah. Apparently, it had the most ever pre-orders of Warner Brothers in Warner Brothers history. Eight hundred thousand LPs were pre-ordered by record stores. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but you think about putting it on. Is listening to it again? I mean, obviously, like. I remember the first time I listened to it, I was into other record. I didn't know that it was, I, it was so uncool. Yeah, it was really it was uncool. so uncool to be into. And there was these two girls who were friends. I was in, I was probably 18, two friends of friends. And I lived with some, some of my buddies in England, in Manchester. And they would come over. They were sisters. And they brought it over. And I remember my friend Paul being like, have you listened to Rumors by Fleetwood Mac? Just kind of like, nah. Of course not. Like, no, I'm into Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. I know. You know what I mean? That was, I know. Yeah, that was, it's lame. And it's it's unreal now to think about that. And like, we listened to Deja Vu the other night, too, you and I. And like, to listen to rumors and just like, it's so much better. Oh, yeah. And they're not doing any less drugs. Like, no, if more, anything, maybe, more. More, yeah. And it's funny, though, how sometimes like, there's a certain thing that's funny in music that sometimes like drugs, cocaine in particular, it seems like. You know, it can completely send people off the wall and the result is horrible. But sometimes in show business, like it works and it's just like, it's like the John Hughes thing yeah. or something. And you just like create this and rumors is like that. Like it's just, it somehow all the decisions, all the sounds, the arrangements, the vocals, the writing, it all clicks magically. And they were like completely off their faces, messed up yeah. all the time. So, you know, so they say. This It reminded me of this girl, one of these sisters, who used to sing Never Going Back Again. Like, her and her sister used to harmonize it in my house. Even though there's no real harm. I guess it's just like they used to just sing it. And it made me remember that, like, once I was at work, I was, like, 18, I worked in a bar. And she came into the... It was, like, one in the morning or something. Maybe I was closing up this bar. And she walked in to the place. I'd not seen her. I'd never really seen her in that environment before. It was always with friends, and she she came into the bar I was working, and I was like, "Hey!" And I was like, "Oh, you know, hey, how you doing?" You know, she was like, 
I'm scared. It's had a weird night. Like I thought I'd just come down here, like because I knew you were working. I was just like having a weird night. It was like in this bar and some guy or I, you know, something like that. So like, yeah, no problem. And she asked me like I was like, well, just sit around. She's like, can can I come back? You know, can I come back with you on the bus? You know, I was like, yeah, yeah, of course. And then we ended up going back to my house, and I realize now, only now, that she she was seducing me. I never thought about it at the time because I was so young and naive. And I remember we like we ended up in bed, and I remember thinking like, "This is crazy! What a crazy night! What like serendipitous weird vibes!" Like she just like happened to come into my the bar I was working, and and like you know, you'll always associate Lindsay Buckingham well, with that. Apparently, memory. because it yeah. just I've not thought about that. I think the reason I haven't thought about that memory is because like at that age I was very like you know I I, I just couldn't get it up basically. So nothing even good happened. I made a fool of myself. But I think that that's like it's weird. It really took me back to that place, which I've obviously wanted to forget. <laughs> so a bit of trauma associated with the album, a little bit with secondhand news and uh, never going back again. So if you're listening, I have more you know trauma are, associated with Tusk. Tusk, which we should do on another episode. But yeah, Tusk, better heard. album. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No question for me. Yeah, but but is that also like, more chaotic? And it, like, yeah, is that us being no. you know? Well, sort of like, it's artier. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. It's like me singing like Off the Wall more than Thriller, I guess. Like, yeah. But, uh, well, no, because Off the Wall has some like banging hits. But you know the craziest thing about rumors? Today, like I just like, I found something online because I was like. You cur- basically, all you, did, you read the Wikipedia. Yeah, I, no, I did. But <laughs> I did. I, I did read the Wikipedia page. It wasn't really anything I didn't know, which was funny. But um, the first sentence blew me away rumors the 11th studio album by fleetwood mac oh, yeah. and i was like that's just insane to think about yeah like gives hope for his hope for everyone they've like they their greatest hits came out the other year and it was called like 50 and still counting or something it's like they've been a band for like 50 fucking years it's disgusting <laughs> oh man Apparently, Lindsey Buckingham, this is Coke energy. Or yeah. like That he was like, it, it, it was like, Buckingham took over the <laughs> sessions and it determined to make a pop record. Yeah. Whereas, you know, uh, Mick, Mick Fleetwood and John McVie, they were more used to the improvised blues, yeah. uh, blues strategy. Blues. strategy. It's a strategy. Of making albums. Yeah. Buckingham decided to take over the sessions. It's amazing that they kept and the thank name. God he did. Fuck yeah. It's amazing they kept the name. Um, that they're a band name after like the, the, the rhythm it's a good section. Name. Yeah, but it's a good name. It rolls like, off the tongue. I suppose it does, but all names do once you've heard them enough, which well, is why were, we could just choose anything for this podcast. It was name. their band. Like, yeah. I, I, from what I hear, like, they were kind of at the helm of like business decisions, like all that kind of stuff. So <laughs> I guess because they didn't really do much else. No, it's funny because that exercise, it's its an exercise in restraint, that record. Always, if you like listen to it and if you're like a player, that's what you think. Uh-huh. But I wonder I don't if know, they I were just it's... lazy and coked up and couldn't really be fucking bothered doing too much. I think they were all into how it sounded like the, because they fired their producer from, this, from the, the self-titled record and wanted... Um, <laughs> this, I'm not just quoting the Wikipedia you are, page. Right? I know that's exactly what I do. You, you're just quoting the, no. like that podcast you listened to one time. Cool stories and music. Yeah, you should talk about that. Yeah, that's one of my favorite podcasts. Um, and I say that because I've only ever listened to two podcasts in my life, yeah. which is funny because we're doing one now. One was that one you know about the murder mystery. What was it? Serial yeah, or something. The first one of that. And the other one was called cool stories and music it was free on my like apple podcasts and it was a guy and his wife uh who would tell cool stories and music and it would be like about an album or a band. it's basically this but and and then after we were on tour the band and we were listening to it for like a few weeks and then after a while it kind of seemed like he was just reading information and then we listened to a new episode and went on the wikipedia page of what he was talking about and he was just Reading, reading information. verbatim, like word for word, 
But so I'm not exactly doing that. But what I heard is that they fired their producer from the first self-titled record because he was all about the guitars leading the th- being way up front and vocals and the drums and bass being kind of in the background and Fleetwood and McVie wanted a more punchy like drum and bass because if you listen to the drums and bass on that record and on Tusk it's like preposterous the way it's mixed they're like really the, loud the drums are crazy like uh, louder than the vocal by yeah, like I know f- like 5 or 10 dB and they're just like the vocals are just really thin on the whole yeah, thing yeah and the drums are full and dry and like or gated or something I don't know they're just like it's a rhythm and blues record yeah yeah, that's what they wanted to do. It's a rhythm and blues record. So, but obviously, and I don't think it is, it's an exercise in restraint maybe for drums and bass, but Buckingham surely's wanking all over it. He's I mean, just ADD. Though, and think, the organs and keyboards are wanking all over it too, like, which is sick. Yeah. Christine McVie's my favorite member. Well, so. yeah, but the most coked up decision on that record is to let her put Songbird and Oh Daddy on it. I don't like Oh Daddy, but I love Songbird. Come on. It's beautiful. I don't know. It's I'm all about the, the hits on that record. Well, of course, but it's an album. It has. I'll tell you, man, I put it on this morning. I was doing the dishes. Yeah. Songbird came on. It got me a little. It got you a little? It got, it's beautiful Did song. you sit down? have to sit down? I, I was. I felt Touched. emotional. Touched. I did. It's a beautiful song. It's hard with her because her voice is so matronly and like th- there's so many contradictions in the whole design of that band. Like all the like like other great bands like Led Zeppelin where it's like you can't pick your favorite m- members or like input and like the sum of their parts like they're it, it, they're equal to that like it's just like this greater thing even though they're all extremely talented but like i would never listen to like chicken shack like christine mcvee like just like doing a, her blues records but as soon as she's in because her voice annoys me but i love it in fleetwood mac yeah i like her voice you know? i don't know but it's like not sexy and she's singing sexy songs and it made me think about how like she dated uh like when she dated dennis wilson like that she must have been. What's not sexy? She's just not got a sexy voice. I, I guess so. But like, she sounds matronly. You make motherly. love and fun is awesome. It's, it's a great sexy, song, but dude. it's no, it's not sexy. The song might be a bit, but her voice isn't. She's she sounds really white and like kind of yeah motherly they all and posh sound, they she sounds all posh sound white. or something i don't know what it is she sounds posh I maybe think. this is like an english thing sweet that you're like, wonderful you like addiction is very yeah i don't you know? know i think they may like she, you know stevie nicks is feral visceral i think maybe this is like stevie nicks is a little more exotic to you come is christine mcvee from manchester no i think she's from the south i don't know where she's from i love it that she dated dennis wilson like that means that she was up to no good like drinking like two liters of like gin and juice and they're all up to no good oh, i know <laughs> but do you see I, that I video know. of me Mc- songbird i love that they like they went and like recorded it in like an empty auditorium it's like the excess, like so much money. Took a twelve foot Steinway, put it in the that. middle of the. Uh, yeah. the, the engineer insisted, insisted, insisted on that ambiance for the track. Yeah. And hey, man, it sounds good. Yeah. Do you know about how Lindsey Buckingham for Tusk? We got to do. T- should I save it? Because nah, we'll t- no, man, because Tusk the, the the that one, I mean, is crazy. What the shit that went on? They were they come. It's like they went. It's like they went past and into the dark side and somehow made an album, but nobody remembers it and no one was around and they don't know how it got made and somebody cobbled it together and then it's just like perfect. You know, it's it's like, mainly him in it. It's like Splot Smile or something, yeah. you know? Like it's it's mainly, like, I think it's mainly him. I don't know. He's I, I, thanked in the credits. He was off the... off. Thank, the, yeah. Apparently well, he would fuck off and go to punk shows in LA every night instead of going to this... I heard Christine held it together. Tusk. Really? Yeah. You it, heard... You got an insider on I that did one? not read the Wikipedia page on you, this. I've heard you of heard the, an insider. You have an insider. I have an inside down at the record plant. Yeah. Um, no, but... Because she has the kind of most coherent hits on it. Think About Me. On that and, record. And over and over. They're kind of like... Is... You, yeah. On Tusk, like, where Lindsay's are, like, weird. Well, his f- next record, I think it was called I'm Insane. 
I think is his next solo record. After but that. Tusk, the best part, he wrote a bunch of the songs like in his bathroom, like yeah. at his mansion for Tusk. And for some reason, he I don't know why he was in his bathroom so much, as, but uh, he loved the acoustics in his bathroom. So he got a replica of his bathroom built in the studio down to like the wood and everything to record all the acoustics for Tuscan. <laughs> I think it's funny because even rumors, like listening to it, our even just the way we interpret music now, like it does, it considering it's the best-selling album of all time, what other than what like greatest hits, Eagles greatest hits, or Thriller or something? Garth Brooks live and yeah, Shania Twain. Anything by Mutt Lang. Yeah, I guess. But it's, it's it is be. Eagles' greatest hits. Is like number two. Or I think something. it's. I think Rumors is like top five. Maybe. Yeah. Well, what would be above it? Thriller, Eagles' greatest hits. Um, probably like Abbey Road. No. Or, you think Rumors has sold more copies than Abbey yeah, Road? I do. Huh. Look it up because late seventies is premium time. I know Hotel California is in the top five. They have two. That's fucking disgusting. <laughs> it's so sleazy. Um, That's where Hollywood Republicans are just buying that. They're going to the store and just mm-hmm. buying multiple copies of Eagles Hotel just California. To keep it up just there. to keep it in the top five. Yeah. They're like, we got you. They're definitely Republicans. Oh, yeah. Every one of them. All of them. Maybe not Joe Walsh. Not Randy Meisner. They booted him out for not being. Joe he's Walsh too much of a heart. Joe Walsh doesn't know what the hell's going on, I don't think. He, so. he'll, he, he's one of those guys who, like, He's just never, never even noticed politics. He's yeah, just it's a, like, it's like, uh, what the hell's the guy's name? Glenn Fry is like, just takes him down to the polling booth and like picks up his dead hand and like signs it on the George Bush. Yeah. Oh. Poor yeah. Joe Walsh. I mean, but no, I was gonna say with with, <laughs> with rumors. I was listening to Gold Dust Woman mm-hmm. as I was just coming in. Don't I, care for it. Yeah. Well, I was, I was actually feeling it. I was. It's a good example. That's like. Stevie doing her witchy thing, which she just, you know, like... Well, Rhiannon is her doing sure, her witchy but thing. That, yeah. yeah, that would be the first... I mean, Crystal would be yeah, her doing yeah, it yeah, on yeah. the Bucks Nick soul. What's the first one? Something off the first, the Bucks Nick's record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is... Keltner is on that. Yeah. You can tell. I mean, L.A. Straight up tell. L.A. Straight up L.A. Keltner just... You know that story about Keltner on uh, Damn the Torpedoes? No. It's good. So, like... They're like in, they're in like, they're Petty and the boys doing Down the Torpedoes and they're like, take 162 of, of Refugee. You know, it's like they're, they're playing it and they just can't nail it. And like Keltner's doing a session, you know, next door, Studio B. And he comes into the room when they're recording Refugee and they're like, because they did everything off the floor on that record. Yeah. Like absolutely Most everything. Records. Yeah. No, but like Rumors. even vocals, even oh, vocals, like oh, no, no oh, overdubs. They okay. were doing everything off the floor. They had like a percussion guy in there. They were doing everything. Apparently, Keltner came in when they're doing Down the, Down the Torpedoes, Refugee, and they really struggled to record this one. And he uh, was listening to it, and they saw him in the control room, and he had an egg shaker. He's just shaking along, and they can't really see what he's doing. And then they come in to listen to what they've done, and he plays the egg shaker on top and that was the magic it needed all he needed was this like counter rhythm that keltner provided <laughs> no it's true it's I, I read it i love keltner so you know harry nelson used to call him uh lightning and he used to call ringo thunder and like when they that. got together to play on the same song it was thunder and lightning which they did on many songs really like at the same time and it's pretty rad just monster fills yeah um, so I was like, yeah, Goldust Woman, and it, there's a bit of a jam at the end of it. They're kind of like it's like a like a Tusk Tuskian style like atmosphere, just an atmospheric kind of meandering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're gonna, you know, like let's all sit, close our eyes, and just think about like what a what a storm feels like with the with the feminine energy, you know, kind of coming in. It's just like kind of atmospheric. There's a few guitars, very minimal drums. You know, kind of like an albatross vibe, actually. With, mm-hmm. Like, you know, like you can mm-hmm. also almost imagine Peter Green just getting involved, yeah. which is beautiful to think about, you know, really. God rest his soul, mm-hmm. his crazy soul. But 
I was listening to it and really enjoying it. And then I sort of actually kind of took my brain out of the experience of listening to it for a minute and was listening to the the individual parts, like what the guitar actually sounded like. It's kind of like kind of shitty and DI'd. Yeah. Which is like almost his signature guitar. Weirdly, his signature acoustic sound is like a badly DI'd live acoustic. Yeah. And well, or just like a bathroom recording. Yeah. Like it's, or, they're always like <laughs> mostly abnormal. In the yeah. His acoustic yeah. sounds. I'll give him that. And it just made me think that like I probably in a different universe have watched like older people doing an open mic jam at like Darby's pub that sounded similar to Goldust Woman, the ending. Yet like in this parallel universe that we live in, that's on the biggest selling record of all time. Whereas watching like four or five people with like congas and like two acoustics DI'd, like jamming along with some like, you know, woman with like frenetic energy, just kind of like sort of, bluesy wailing that's the school of nicks isn't it i mean yeah. that's the, like you're saying like i guess so the school of nicks school um, of hard nicks gold dust woman apparently about about living in los angeles and just how it's like a goddamn impossible way of life yeah just robbie robertson off. style yeah back off but like the last two songs i think are the worst on the record which is weird well no i know songbird uh yeah isn't it oh daddy and gold dust woman yeah Oh, yeah. I like the I like uh, the uh, one that sounds really like the book's next record. Yeah, it sounds like Buddy Holly love, honey, or something. You- That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like just got like an old time rock and roll with twelve string feel. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's good. In- but yeah, like the the sequencing. It's like when we were talking about Thriller, the sequencing of the record. It's right here. It's really interesting. I gotta get some WD forty on that chair. Some yeah, you probably do. Yeah, dreams though. Okay, she it's looks funny. so good. It's Stevie fu- Nicks looks so good on the back of this. She's. This I mean, that that's episode. another thing <laughs> worth mentioning is that she's might be the top rock and roll babe. I don't know. She's in on the on this. They're all so. They're all. They all look amazing. Um, McVie's fucking get up and is her incredible. songs on the like. I think this is Stevie's record, kind of like. Well, dreams is the best song for sure. What about um, Go Your Own Way? See, I the never... Dreams is more iconic. Go, go Your Own Way is like... I get it. It's a radio hit. You hear it everywhere you go. I get why it was like the first single and all that. But like, I don't want to hear it over and over. Dreams comes on, man. You can't turn it off. And you talk about minimal. Like, yeah. whenever I hear that, I'm blown away at what that song is. Because you always think there's this mysticism behind these great songs in history. Dreams is fucking drums and bass. And her vocal. And then his guitar comes in a little bit. And all the choruses is a harmony and an acoustic comes in. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the whole song. It's really cool. Two-note bass line. Yeah, well, they, I, the amount of times I've, like, you know, Tried shadow it. danced the bass to that song just for that one little fill he does. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like you would never sequence a record like this. Secondhand news first. Imagine just listening to it. Imagine, honestly, like first time. So you've never heard anything. It's 1977. We just wish we could experience music like this. You'd have your friends over. You'd probably like, I've got the new Fleetwood Mac record. Yeah. Like the much anticipated, like it's taken them like. It's they just They just canceled. They canceled their sold out world tour to finish it. Yeah. You know, and it's like you put it on. You got you got your friends over. You got a couple bottles of Cuervo. 100%. A big pile of blow. Yeah. You, you know. Yeah, well, that's the only way to do it. And and it's second. It's kind of interesting. So, like, secondhand news to open it. You know, it's a good song. It's, but it's like, it's just a good song. Mm-hmm. Straight into Dreams. Then never going back again. It's kind of a weird... You'd never put that as track three now. No, you do go your own you'd way. You'd go straight three. in. Yeah. yeah, you would. And yeah. then they go... And this is this is great. Like, this is... It's like, don't stop. Go your own way. See, and I always thought of those two together, though. That's it's why. True. They yeah. are the, the, like the same kind of song. They're kind of the hit, the hinge yeah. on the record. Or yeah. maybe the hinge is the chain. Does John McVie sing on Don't Stop? No, it's... Is it Lindsay Buckingham? Yeah. With Christine? 
because they yeah, each take yeah. a verse. No, it's, it's it's the two of them. Because weirdly, I never thought it sounded like him, like Lindsay. I don't know. I guess it is. Yeah, it is. For some reason, I used to think it was like John never sang, though, right? I don't think so. No. 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 I don't think he did much. <laughs> He's got the best gig. Yeah. Talk about paying your dues. Yeah. You know? Like, to get there and just be like, it must have felt so good just sitting back there, barely doing anything, and just, yeah, two notes. Let everyone else take care of business. I want to do, that's like a goal well, of mine. He co-wrote The Chain. Yeah. Because they all did. Yeah. It's a good one. That one's really, start a side two. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Boom. Here we go. Just imagine listening to it. Like this, it's, it's deep. It's yeah. a deep record. Yeah. That's my new goal. Actually, now thinking about this to do moving forward with Yukon to do as minimal, like as the least amount, least foot, you know, like footprint possible, uh-huh. like live. It must be really fun just to be like, yeah, I got, I'm good. Like I'll let everyone else is so talented. I'll just let everyone take care of it. Like, you mean personally? You personally, wanna, yeah. I you don't want to have a bunch of. No, nah, yeah. I'm trying to do as little as possible. <laughs> actually, I'm gonna try and actually just professionally in general. Well, I, think. I know what you mean. It's like I was before the pandemic hit. I was, uh, I was all jazzed on like having like a huge eight piece band and like doing something crazy, you know? Yeah. And then, and then I was, you know, you, you think about having all this like bravado and things on stage and now i'm just like yeah it would be just be great to just have like a three-piece band be amazing. or something like yeah. one amp and go around and be able to play songs like that or four-piece band and just like they were entirely self-sufficient uh-huh. there was no need for anything based on the, the way the songs were put together mm-hmm. you know do as a five-piece they got three singers mick you know mick and john will sing if you need them to yeah they're the songs are pr- like pre-built that you could do as much fucking coke as you wanted and play them still. Yeah. Because no, you can just get just get the yeah. It's fine. We're forty minutes in. We can drink. We can drink a beer now. I like. I told. I just said professionally, creatively. I'm trying to do as as this the bare minimum. Professionally, creatively, and psychotically. I'm gonna sneeze. Oh god. Yeah, I'm trying to do the bare minimum here, which is why it's acceptable. You keep sneezing like that, we're gonna wind up like the New England Patriots. This podcast. Talk about dude. Republicans. You think that's why it happened? Because they're the Republican team? They probably like just decided not to wear masks like in the locker room out of solidarity with Trump. What was that scrap the other day in the in the football? Scrap? We need Mike, see. This is what oh, you no, need. Well, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm deep There was a fight it. on the pitch between someone and who he hit someone because they, they, they'd abandoned his sister when they were pregnant and stuff oh i i missed this yeah, yeah. we need mike for this yeah. yeah which i think we'll have mike i know uh if there's anyone listening right now you you're missing mike we're gonna have him on as our first guest hopefully but yeah. uh, we haven't convinced him of that or even told him really to be honest don't know he's probably at the princeton right now uh with no mask on Talking no. about the plan there. I can assure that. I can yeah. assure you that. <laughs> Talking about, he's probably crying watching Trump on TV getting out of uh, his his armored vehicle. Just so excited to yeah. to see him back in action. <laughs> well, I, I he, Mike, he 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 he, he believes uh, that the coronavirus is a real thing. I just think, per, per, <laughs> personally, um, you know. He doesn't want it to affect his, uh, his drinking trip, trip, trip to the bar and yeah. his drinking habits. Uh, but he, it's pretty easy to keep your distance at the Princeton because yeah, it it's always <laughs> fucking empty in there. So, you know, a little Kino card, server comes over. It's a simple life. Yeah, I love, I love that lifestyle before the pandemic. You know, I miss bars. Yeah, I mean, I still go to the Maki all the time. Yeah, you know. I, I don't. I don't really do it. But. Yeah, well, thanks for letting me in your house. <laughs> yeah, well, see how this goes. Why do you think I'm sitting by the door, the screen door here? Yeah, we're bubbling up. I'm auditioning you to be part of my bubble. Well, I, so how does it work? That well, I understood that you were pretty safe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm taking it seriously. Yeah, the way I see it is, we're going to be doing this podcast. We just neither of us kind of mess around on each other. Yeah. so to speak and then we can be in a bubble with our lady friends yeah. and 
beautiful young brides. <laughs> you know that the original, the working title of Rumors was Yesterday's Gone. <laughs> Thank God they changed that. I like, kind of like it. I was thinking we could call the podcast Yesterday's Gone. That's pretty good. Yeah. Sounds like if the Beatles had continued and made it an album. Like a, no, it's a, like an ELO record. Yeah, if the Beatles had made an album in 77 when they were all coked out, they would have called it Yesterday's Gone and thought it was genius. They'd be like, remember, Paul, remember when you did Yesterday? Remember this Yesterday's Gone? I was thinking about what John Lennon, because... You know he'd be 80 this year? Yeah. That's but what wild, would he man. have thought of rumors? Because they're, they're different era. Like, he was Pussycats, right? That's the same kind of zone. Much later than Pussycats, but... What's, no, no, when, no. When 77 is... He, he didn't what, didn't make a record for four years. So, that was, like, in his, like, kind of the... At the time when Yoko was hypnotizing him every, every night. And right. And he was just... He wasn't allowed to make music. He was just... Freudian. I read this from May, from May Pang's book, so I yeah. Uh, yeah apparently, she, she had him hypnotized, and then he was about to make a record, and then he didn't for four years, and then he made Double Fantasy and got shot. Yeah. So no, there was nothing then. But I bet he was listening to it, and it's hard to know. I think he either thought it was really great or that it sucked or something. It's really hard to tell because it's a different. I don't think he like probably would it would have even been in his radar much. It's so hard to know, isn't it, whether these people were all... Like, we put them all in the same bar, basically, drinking. You know, like, you well, think... John didn't they go might back never to have, L.A., though. They might never have his... met. They might never have met. Like, Lindsey Buckingham and John Lennon may never have met. I like, Tolstoy it. and Dostoevsky never met. You know? It's given Lindsey Buckingham quite a bit of credit. I don't there. know, man. If I was to choose a guy, like, you know, to be... From that era, he's primo. Like his his vibe, his production, his hair. Yeah, he's got his, good hair. His like, he's a real like you know he's like a Kevin Parker. Mod, you know he's like our modern day version. Like someone he's like kind of a nerdy guy. Imagine Lindsay, Lindsay Buckingham just in his constantly making music. Couldn't do anything else. Stayed at home working, ost- like ostracizing all his relationships, putting music first. I remember reading like yeah, but take your pick for <laughs> pretty much everybody. But did like, that. I kind of feel like he's like a bedroom pop artist. You know, I imagine right. him like ju- that's all he could do. I remember reading that Stevie well, Nicks just saying, said. Yeah. I remember reading that Stevie Nicks said like when they first met, she would go to work so he could continue making music because he was that good. Like you know, and that was like that's the best way that I could like serve our future was for me to go and work in a diner. And this is your dream. I just think that like he has that energy of like he doesn't have I don't think he has like rock star energy I think he has like no. nerd production kind of spectrum vibes yeah because his music's really weird like he made really weird decisions like outside of Fleetwood it's like Mac. a Todd Rundgren thing 100% or something. Yeah. yeah I like yeah. that yeah, yeah exactly a kind of yeah but like a more accomplished Rundgren I wonder what Rundgren like less, thought of less him. weird like, except it gets really weird. Yeah, but I think Rundgren it keeps yeah. getting weird too. The thing about Lindsey Buckingham's weirdness is that it's like really consistent through his career. Like the f- the flourishes. Are you like clicking and shit? Well, I had a good idea. What I'm is gonna it? Tell you after. Well, tell me it. I'll, I was going to say that that would be a good one to do. Is something anything by Todd? Rundgren. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Or the I wizard have a lot one. To What's say the wizard one? No, no, no. Something. It's got to be something anything. Yeah. Okay. Put it. Mark it down. It's not like there's a shortage of records. That can be number 326. Yeah, I know. You know? No, I mean, I think the his weirdness, his like artistic um, nuances are really consistent. Like he always has these like weird piratey guitars, kind of like pagan pirate Well, he dresses guitars. like a pirate too. A little bit of a pirate vibe. He well, obviously, not like Mick Fleetwood does, but No, like, Mick Fleetwood fully dresses like a pirate. Yeah, he does. He identifies as a pirate. Band's got a pirate vibe. Even it Stevie does. Nicks, like all that kind yeah. of stuff has a pirate feel. It has She's a like... <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't know if people talk about this no, or not. No, never, it's never been said. They're going to have to... Someone's going to have to have a said. serious conversation about it at yeah. some point because we're not, we're, we're not trying to rewrite history here, but like they do have a bit of a, a kind of like 
Ahoy there, Even mate. the name, yeah, Fleetwood Mac. Exactly. It sounds like yeah. a guy with a peg leg. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. like... Defin- Lindsay Buckingham. <laughs> sure, yeah. Wait, but they do. Maybe they all met based... Maybe that's what we don't know. Like but that's they, what they talked about. Like pirate, pirate music. Yeah. Which is a genre in the early 2000s. What, really? Which is, yeah, pirate rock. You know, like the Decembrists... Even like Mumford yeah. and stuff, but like not pirate folk. Pi- pirate, kind of. yeah, like, you know that yeah. they would all like it, with the they big anthemic, kind of like Neutral yeah. Milk Hotel. Yes, they, they kind they, of they started it. Actually. Yeah, they're in there. They, yeah. they would be the like. I wonder how he felt. Well, about Fleetwood Mac started it. Pirate but, rock, yeah. yeah, Fleetwood Mac started it, but yeah, you know. Uh, Can you? It's like how like Wolf Parade. Hundred percent pirate rock. Yeah, like definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Never got into it, but it was huge. So like maybe um, modest mouse. Yes, hundred percent genre. It's all. It's there. Google it. It's there. Pirate, oh, it's there. Pirate rock. Yeah. But nobody mentions Fleetwood Mac as the origin. Kind of like how Neil Young's the Godfather of grunge. Exactly. Lindsey Buckingham is exactly the, the same thing. It's, it's the Godfather of. And the Mick pi- Fleetwood knew this all along. That's why he didn't change the name. That's why he kept dressing like a pirate throughout mm-hmm. the whole career. Even his dang. What's the dangly balls bit? Yeah, that's like a pirate classic pirate, pirate thing. move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you like know, a, the long John, you know long, long John, John Baldry. Is, is he? Is he? He's a pirate guy. Wouldn't it be? Funny they were if, buddies. They were. Yeah. Do you think it would be funny? It's a if, thing, man. It's like an underground thing. Yeah, it's kind of like an underground Wyatt, scene, kind of. Interesting, Bob yeah. Welch. Yeah, Bob Welch, kind of. Yeah. Ha- so funny. Can get man. into that, yeah. Yeah. Long John Baldry for sure. Maybe like um do you know what has a pirate energy is um the Steve Harley and the Cockney Rebel maybe has a bit of one? Oh yeah. Mr. Sabum No like Ian Dury and the Blockheads. No, no, no. It's more no, like pub rock. That's pub rock, yeah. Yeah. That does not pirate it's that different. rock. There's a partial lineage there, don't get me wrong. But Yeah, but that's maybe because he actually was lame. He was a gimp, right? He had like a bad leg. He was gimpy. Robert Wyatt? No, Ian Jury. So maybe you're just confusing physically. Oh, he had he a peg had, leg. He had, well, he had a, yeah, he had like a polio leg. Okay. So oh. he kind of had an actual pirate yeah, physicality. Mm-hmm. Kind of pirate physical. Well, I feel like Robert Wyatt like wore an eye patch and stuff too. And he was like. Interesting. Yeah, he had some kind of degenerative illness, I think. They no, Maybe no. scurvy. Don't you know what happened with him? No. Oh, I shouldn't laugh. So he used to party with Keith Moon. Yeah. And drink a lot. Another guy who has kind of a pirate energy. Yeah, he does. The way he dresses, frilly shirts. Certainly. So he told, one night, he told this story on a, on a talk show. He was like, you know, so one night I was, uh, so Keith, you know, Keith Moon used to say, well, you know, we'll have a beer. We got to chase it with a whiskey. And then we have a whiskey. You got to chase it with a tequila. And then you have a tequila. You got to chase it with a rum. And so on rum. and so on. Whatever it was. No, but rum, and, navy and, rum, presumably. Then, yeah, yeah. And then, and then Robert Wyatt was like, and that was what we were drinking the night that I jumped out the window of his four-story house and was paralyzed. Right. He's paralyzed. He just was getting hammered was with getting... Keith Room and jumped out the window. That's Fuck. the story. It's really dark. Yeah. But yeah, rum. Navy rum. Who liked rum? That's the well, telltale a pirate sign. Drink. Yeah, no, no, but which oh, rock stars? That's how you would know. It's how you find out. Drink of choice. It's kind of like a secret handshake. It is. It's a kind of a Illuminati thing. I've always thought that actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that's it. I guess it's. As I'd have to as break that. down who the other pirate bands are of that era and and artists, but uh, I think like even like David Bowie like had a pirate phase. He he he, he was aware of it. Adam Ant. Yeah, well, definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. He, he kind of. I wonder if Adam I think he wanted to be in, but they didn't let him. He's like, "Look, guys, I'm going to do it. I'm going to wear yeah. all the clothes. I'm going to do everything." And they're like, "Ah, eh, a little too on but the nose." But also, not buddy. just, but more, also more of. He was more of a dandy highwayman than a pirate, which Wasn't is kind he of a full-on pirate. No, though? dandy highwayman is more of a land pirate. Like he's like a highway. <laughs> like it, they perform like pirate-style heists, but you know, ah. on the land. More of a dandy highwayman. I see. But I it's see. similar. It's just, they're just, it's different. Some people, it's just the terrain's different. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Other than that, it's similar. Yeah, so. What he, was his band called, Adam Ant? Well, he was just Adam Ant. I thought his band was called, like, the Pirates or something. Like, the Pi- Pirates of the Caribbean. Johnny Depp. Hollywood Vampires, full circle. Full circle. It's funny. I mean, he knows what's going on with all that. Yeah, for he sure. does. Yeah. yeah. 
the pirates. I mean, Keith Richards is in the <laughs> he pirates. Plays Keith Richards' total pirate vibe. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. There's he plays a pirate. No, Johnny yeah, he, Depp no. is playing Keith Richards. No, no, but is, he's in one of them. But Keith he's Richards. also like being. <laughs> there's no one who's more of a pirate than Keith Richards. No, he's the he's the pirate. Yeah, he's gotta he's, be the. He's the main one. Yeah, he's the main. He's the like oldest. No, I mean, I mean, like, he. I wonder, like, he's a fucking <laughs> Keith Richards is a fucking pirate. He yeah. is. <laughs> he is a pirate though. <laughs> he's the guy. Yeah, he this is. is the, yeah. And that's another reason why Johnny Depp played him. Another nod to the vampires. Mm-hmm. Another like it's a, it's a it's like no, I know. the same way. It's the wrong way round. It's like circumventing the kind of classic rock universe. Yeah, he's a nod to the pirate vibe, but also <laughs> the drinking clubs. Of course, and Joe Perry like definitely f- trying to follow in those footsteps. You know what I mean? And then getting in the vampires with Johnny Depp. Like True. trying to be the Keith of that group, be it like, like be like Keith ten, yeah, be the Keith of the group, yeah, exactly. And Johnny's like, no, I'm the Keith kind of thing, and that's why that whole band's a big mess. That know? everyone's trying to be Keith Richards yeah, exactly. in that band. Yeah. Every single person uh-huh. in that band is, yeah. is ZZ channeled. Top kind of. No, nah, they're no. more. No, not what really. about? I was just no. I was thinking like what it must have been like because for the sort of dandy highwayman pirate. Obviously, that it's evidence is clear now that that was like a a, a big community this mm-hmm. is like you know mm-hmm. a big schism mm-hmm. within rock in the 70s was mm-hmm. whether we're gonna be a and maybe this is why Fleetwood Mac is so good a we're gonna follow the kind of family tree of the pirate family tree or the runestone kind of like pagan tradition of Led Zeppelin yeah well it's one or the other and you, they you, synthesize those yeah. with Stevie Nicks and Lindsey Buckingham mm-hmm. who kind of do both yeah, you know, and they're like the kind well, of no, fire and ice. Is, no, they're one or the other. Like one, they Lindsay's are both. Yeah. the pirate, and she's sort of the pagan side. Yeah, so it's the, like he, she's the song remains the same. Yeah, and he's Satanic Majesty's request. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you think about you it could, like that, you could basically break every band in rock and roll history down into one of those two categories: pirate or, or pagan. pagan. Yeah. Okay, um, the Doors. Oh, pirate for sure. <laughs> really piratey. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. He, show me the way <laughs> to the next whiskey bar. Exactly. Oh, don't ask why. Uh, yeah, they are. So, oh yeah, break on through. The whole the end is very very. Did they have any songs about like a wayfaring captain or something? What's the one? Um, There's a song by H.P. Lovecraft called Wayfaring. Got that kind, kind of, of a pirate oh, swing. Love me two times. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Gone. They kind of got like a a, a sea shanty. Yeah, yeah. Vibe. Every song. Every song actually. Yeah. I can't think of a song by them that doesn't have a sea shanty thing. No, they all do. Until they kind of get into fully He's like a into pirate poet. Jim Morrison. That's yep. how he thought of himself. He did, yeah. 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 Maybe until he got into psychedelics. Like, that would be like a shift to some but like, extent. You would, I know it's easy to think that those who dabble in psychedelia were pagan over pirate. I know where you're going with this. Yeah. But Morrison, The Doors, they never really, it wasn't believable. No. Like, clearly the Beatles are pagan, you know? Like, and, true. And, and, you know, Jimi Hendrix. I mean, he He's wore kind of an eye pirate. patch, kind yeah. He had a kind he of pirate did. vibe. He like, he a, lot of fril- like, a lot of, like, scarves. Yeah. I think are right. kind of scarves and, like, because the Beals didn't wear scarves that much. No, not much. And if they did, it was more of a Maharashi vibe. That's what I mean. It was yeah, more of so an it's e- more, a mystical. Yeah, it's mystical, kind of cultish yeah. feel, the whole thing. Yeah, like a kind of Shinto uh-huh. vibe, even. Mm-hmm. Just something. Something that is more rooted in um, hist- like historical mysticism rather than expanding, marine style expanding heists. Expanding your mind versus... Rather than your bounty. More, rather than yes, your bounty. exactly. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. 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 So that maybe is the thing. So Christine McVie on the cover... Have you ever seen anyone look more like a pirate? She's no, wearing she basically She's wearing quite... almost a kind of like a hijab on it. Yeah, it's it's kind of like an like an olive oil yeah. look, like Popeye, from Popeye, yeah, absolutely, kind of a feel. I've never seen a band look more like wayfaring strangers. No, exactly. Than this, yeah. actually. Now I'm yeah. thinking about it. Except for Stevie. Well, I mean, look at the front cover. Except for cover, Stevie. Dude. 
Except, yeah. The front covers is if it f- it's like a photograph from the 16th century of two a p- pirates. Of a, a pi- well, a, a pirate and a, a, a witch and a, a, a pagan and a siren. Yeah, yeah, it's a pirate and a siren, yeah. which that's, is that's interesting because ethos I, of that. I mean, that's really talk the consistent message through their career is that they were th- th- this hidden kind of. The hidden kind of like string throughout it. As I was saying, like they're consistent in their eccentricity. This is really blowing my mind. Like I think this might have to be a double one. Do continue because I'm really seeing now all the hidden meanings in all their songs. Yeah, the more storms. I think about it, storms exactly. Yeah, mm. written by the pagan too. Yeah, so it's like she's writing. Never break the ch- you know the chain. It's got would that be a real plank, shanty kind of a plank. It, no, it's like an um, no, it's an anchor. Keep Never break the chain. Boys, that kind of thing. Yeah, but the chain probably is an anchor. Yeah, yeah. They're would. talking about. <laughs> I'd imagine. I mean, it only makes sense. We're gonna have to have a frank conversation about it at some point. Whether the chain is referring to an anchor. Yeah. Songbird. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. Seabird. Seabird. Yeah. Think- Albatross. Yeah. Albatross. That's the sailor's bird. That's the sailor's bird. I heard, actually, that Peter Green left the band because he was going to out them as a pirate gang. And instead, they, you know, they they gave him psychedelic drugs. And he grew out his fingernails, sold all his guitars, Uh started being like kind of an eco-terrorist. And worked like he he lived in a tree near my house when I grew up, trying to, and then some tunnels underground, stopping a second runway at the airport. So he kind of traded in psychedelia. He ended up trading in his pirate energy for more of a kind of pagan man of the land and yeah, and kind I, of I feel. And I've also heard that he was he kind of like got his himself together recently. And was again about to expose the pirates, the pirate mythology, and and the kind of hidden history of this. And let's just say there may be more to his death than meets the than eye. Meets the eye, aye, aye, Captain. Yeah. Well, I mean, what time is it? Yeah, I got about three more minutes here, and then we can close it up. That's a lot for our fans to digest, because I I feel like, you know, we started this podcast off with just some kind of raw facts that everybody knows about, and uh, about these bands and about this album, and we've kind of exposed something here, so. Yeah. I got a question for you, kind of a segue. Uh Uh-huh. I was thinking about this earlier. What do you think Steely Dan meant by the words pretzel logic. <laughs> I, I feel like I've read the Wikipedia page on this one too. Yeah, but I, yeah I'm not so... I, I don't know. You know what I was thinking about maybe? <laughs> I'm what, sure you oh, have a theory, James. Well, my, you tell me? my theory is just because I've realized that I've thought this the whole time. I don't know if this is what it's about, but I kind of imagine... Because are they both Jewish? Or is it just Donald Fagan? Uh, they kind of have a Jewish New York feel about them, right? Like that's like the yeah. kind of upper, upper west side. Yep. Kind of vibe, just kind of imagine them like in a car. I honestly like this is the image that I, I guess, I my mind has come up with its own conclusion. Kind of a kind of kakule problem style. Like subconsciously, I've just always known this, and I only thought about it for the first time. Just them kind of sat in a coffee shop, like Fagan and Becker, just kind of sat in a coffee shop, espresso, maybe an americano, a little pretzel, and the pretzel logic is just them kind of talking it out, just kind of there, like coffee in the morning. What kind of coffee shop you know that serves a pretzel? Well, this one that they went to. There's holes in this theory. Yeah, well, what, what else? Could I it be? think it was like because you know on the cover is the guy selling pretzels on the street in New York. Yeah. So I think it was like you, what you're saying, but like maybe like in a park they grabbed Central a couple of pretzels. Yeah. Yeah. Like a cold just, day. Yeah. And they're just talking about kind of jazz. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's pretzel logic, man. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. That's kind of it. Uh-huh. Well, well, so that's what I was saying. Like when I was saying we should call the podcast Showbiz Kids or Bad Sneakers. We like both. I like Bad Sneakers. And you were like Showbiz Kids, but the word kids implies we're like an indie band or something. Yeah. I was like, no, no, no. 
because the meaning of that song is all about show like people whose parents were in showbiz who have like given everything like handed down like Crosby types. Right. You know what I mean? His parents were like movie producers, showbiz kids making sure. movies of themselves. You know they don't give a fuck about anybody else. You know, it just sounds a little bit like like a uh, a either. It sounds a little bit like. Um, well, I don't want to call it that, don't worry. No, but it sounds a little bit like we'd be like on like LCD sound systems label or something. Yeah. I like think the New should. York, like the new Pony Club or something. Like, yeah. Like kind of a, on a indie dance party playlist, the showbiz kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. On an indie. It yeah, yeah, it would be with justice. Yeah, we should just call it pirate bands of the 1970s. I mean, there's a lot of content there. Yeah. Yeah. Just but, narrow down the criteria. Or bad sneakers. I like bad sneakers. Bad Sneakers is... Great song. A good song. Bad Sneakers and a Pina Colada, my friend. <laughs> I think we can sign off on that. All right. Cheers. <laughs>